You're listening to Comedy Central. May 30th, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight is a renowned fashion designer and former winner of Project Runway. Christian Siriano is joining us, everybody. <laughs> also on tonight's show, the battle over impeachment heats up. Neil Brennan has a plan for the Democrats, and Drake might get kicked out of the NBA. So let's catch up <laughs> on today's headlines. Let's begin with President Trump. Please hold your applause. As you know, the Commander-in-Chief just got back from his trip to Japan, and now we're learning just how far his staff went to keep him happy while he was there. Now to another report leading to some outrage in Washington overnight. The White House reportedly asked the U.S. Navy to keep a warship named after the late John McCain, quote, out of sight during President Trump's visit to Japan. Before his speech, this photo obtained by the journal shows a tarp hanging over the warship's name. Overnight, President Trump denying any responsibility, tweeting, I was not informed about anything having to do with the Navy ship USS John S. McCain during my recent visit to Japan. Okay, that is one of the funniest things ever. (laughs) They asked the U.S. military, the White House asked the U.S. military to hide a ship because it's named after John McCain. Yeah, that's how much Trump's people want to avoid him getting upset, you know? Just like the baby gets angry. (laughs) It makes me wonder, does the White House staff do this for everything that Trump hates? Like at dinner, do they throw tops over the vegetables on his plate? (laughs) Don't let him see. Like, wouldn't it be weird if the military ends up developing new stealth technology just to hide things that Trump doesn't like? Like the generals will be like, we can use this technology to attack Iran. No, no, we need it to hide Eric. And look, I think we can all agree what the White House staff did was disrespectful, especially to the memory of John McCain. But you have to admit they prevented a bigger disaster, right? Because if you know, if you know Trump, you know that if he saw that ship in Japan, he would have lost his shit. Yeah, he would have gone to the prime minister of Japan like, Shinzo, my friend, I saw a ship I don't like, and I need you to do another Pearl Harbor for me. Get your best kamikaze pilot, someone who's done it at least 10 times. Be like, but Mr. Trump, you're right. Make it 20 kamikaze missions. I need the best. (laughs) Moving on to some other news. As the debate around climate change heats up, more and more Americans are putting pressure on their government to break away from fossil fuels. And the government's counterproposal is, what if we just call it something else? U.S. Energy Department officials have called the country's natural gas exports molecules of freedom being shipped to the world. The phrase, it came, in fact, in a press release announcing the expansion of a facility in Texas that produces liquefied natural gas, which they also called, quote, freedom gas. Yeah! (laughs) That's America right there. It's not liquid gas. It's freedom gas! That's so next level. You can't just change the name of liquefied natural gas to freedom gas. All right, that's already what Mike Pence calls the president's farts, okay? (laughs) 
He's like, ah, yes, Mr. Trump, sir. Thank you for another sweet breath of freedom gas. <laughs> and not to mention, calling it freedom gas might backfire because good luck calling 911 if there's a gas explosion and you've changed the name because you'll be on fire screaming, hello, 911, there's freedom everywhere! <laughs> and they'll be like, that's right, God bless the USA, goodbye now. <laughs> Moving on to the world of sports, the NBA Finals have finally kicked off with the Toronto Raptors, Toronto Raptors going up against the reigning champs, the Golden State Warriors. But instead of focusing on the court, a lot of the drama is happening on the sidelines. With games one and two in Toronto, it's a near certainty that Raptors rapper superfan Drake will be there, but don't expect any courtside antics from him this time. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver reportedly spoke with Drake and his manager about toning down his act, so it looks like there will be no more back rubs for the Raptors head coach, <laughs> Nick Nurse, in this one. Yep, that's right. The NBA has told Drake that he needs to stop his sideline antics, which include giving massages to the Raptors coach. And he needs to stop this for two reasons. One, because the players find it distracting, and two, because it'll come back to hurt him when he runs for president someday. You gotta be careful of that, Drake. <laughs> but I know, I know an easier way that the NBA can solve the problem, right? Cause you gotta understand, right now, Drake is in rapper mode, right? That's what rappers do. He's on the sidelines like, you guys suck. Yeah, you got to finesse like a truck. Yeah, you tripping like a chump. You whack. Ah, ah, it's all that, yeah. It's distracting the players. All you got to do is switch Drake back to R&B mode and he'll calm down. Yeah, just say something that he won't like. Be like, yo, Drake, did Rihanna ever call you back? And he'd be like, I don't, I don't want to talk about the pain. You guys can play your game. And, I, and look, I know what some people are going to say. They're going to say Drake is just enjoying the game. But let's be honest, there are times when it's a little too much, okay? Like, when I've been lucky enough to sit courtside at the Knicks, you don't see me acting the fool when they score, right? Because they don't score, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, I don't act like I'm on the team. Although they have asked me to play for the team, is that bad? But I have boundaries, people. <laughs> I have boundaries. Finally, Facebook is back in the news. This time, it's because House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saw a video that made her look not nice. Facebook is doubling down its decision on not to remove a doctored video of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It was edited to make her appear impaired during a news conference. Here is the real video of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. While there are those in our family who think, why would you work with him? If now the doctored video in which she appears to be impaired. While there are those in our family who think, why would you work with him if he... You know, and, and basically he's saying back to me, why would I work with you if you're investigating me? Okay, okay. That's rough. It was just like, you know, why would you... <laughs> it's a tough one. On the one hand, I can see why Nancy wants the fake videos to be pulled off of Facebook, right? I mean, I get it. There are real videos of me on Facebook that I want to come down. <laughs> I, I understand. But on the other hand, I can see why Facebook says that they can't police fake videos online, because if you think about it, that's all videos online. Yeah. I mean, do you really think that cat was playing a keyboard? Do you, huh? <laughs> you really think that banana likes peanut butter jelly time? No. <laughs> you can't just take fake videos of the internet. If the internet had no fake videos, it would be the library. And I get, <laughs> I get that Nancy Pelosi and many people are saying that these fake videos can affect elections, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I think if a fake video of Nancy Pelosi slurring can make you vote for Trump, something tells me you are always gonna vote for Trump. 
here's what I think Nancy Pelosi should do, right? Just fight fire with fire, all right? That's, that's it. If all these fake videos can work against you, then just let the fake videos work for you, yeah? Post about that time you knocked out Sonny Liston. Yeah. <laughs> or tell Facebook about when you jumped a dirt bike over the Grand Canyon, yeah? <laughs> and if people think that's really you in that video, then just show them a video of you like this. Let's move on to our top story. (laughs) Yesterday, special counsel and guy who'd rather be fishing right now, Robert Mueller, finally stepped before the cameras for the first time since his investigation into President Trump began. And America was glued to its TVs, you know, because this event was huge. It was so big, they even had a halftime show. Fun fact, the entire Mueller report is actually written on Adam Levine's torso. And Mueller, he didn't reveal anything new, but he reiterated a key point of his report. He said that he couldn't charge President Trump with obstruction of justice, but Congress could hold him accountable, which really means one thing, impeachment. And now the Democrats are taking the impeachment torch from Mueller and running like hell. Robert Mueller's first public comments on his Russia investigation have given Democrats new momentum to talk of impeachment. Many Democrats, including a number of candidates for president, took Mueller's statement as a call to impeach. This is as close to an impeachment referral as you could get under the circumstances. He's laying this at the lap of Congress to go forward. I would suggest that he told us enough to interpret what he said as a referral for impeachment proceedings. He is demanding that we do this now or forever lose the opportunity to act. Wow, I can't believe it. Beto O'Rourke is still in this race? (laughs) I completely forgot about that guy. I I also can't believe how much Mueller's press conference has emboldened the Democrats. You realize, like a week ago, they were considering impeachment, and now they're fully in. It's like if your granny said that she was finally ready to consider getting an email address, and then a week later, she's indicted for hacking into the Pentagon. (laughs) So many prominent Democrats are now talking impeachment. And when the president heard this, he was like, how dare you speak to me that way? You think they're gonna impeach you? I don't see how, because there was no crime. You know, it's high crimes and not with or or. It's high crimes and misdemeanors. There was no high crime and there was no misdemeanor. So how do you impeach based on that? To me, it's a dirty word, the word impeach. It's a dirty, filthy, disgusting word. Whoa. I think Trump wants to bang that word. He always describes impeachment, you've been a dirty, filthy word. And I'm gonna grab you by the pronoun. I also love how Trump thinks you need a high crime and a misdemeanor (laughs) in order to get impeached, which obviously is not how it works. In Trump's mind, the Democrats would be like, okay, we have him on obstruction of justice, but we need to catch him for shoplifting or this thing goes nowhere! (laughs) And you can tell that Mueller's announcement has Trump shook, right? Because this morning, in a tweet, he inadvertently acknowledged for the first time that Russia helped to get him elected. Yeah, but when the reporters asked him about this tweet, he made sure to set the record straight. No, Russia did not help me get elected. You know who got me elected? You know who got me elected? 
I got me elected. Yo, I'm not gonna, I was, I was expecting him to say like, you know, got me elected, the American people got me elected. But no, he's like, you know, I got me elected. I feel like that's the difference between Trump and Pelosi. You don't have to manipulate Trump's footage to make him look drunk. He's like, you know, got me, you know, got me elected. I got me elected. I got, he sounds like every drunk person in a pizza shop at 4 a.m. You, you're kicking me out, I'm kicking you out. This is my pizza shop. The message me, I put a top over your face, a tarp over your face, to cover all of you. Me. And look, like no one is surprised that Trump isn't on board the impeachment express. But what might surprise you is who else isn't ready to buy a ticket. The pressure is intensifying on the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to begin these impeachment proceedings as the drumbeat of Democrats is growing. So far, Pelosi has resisted those calls. You don't bring an indictment or you don't bring an impeachment unless you have all of the facts, the strongest possible case uh, so that the, um, uh, the president is held accountable one way or another. Pelosi says she wants an ironclad case before moving forward. Okay, wow. Nancy is really in a tough spot here. But she's holding firm. Because, you see, she's saying, if the Democrats try and impeach Trump, they best not miss. And right now, she's focused. She's like that, that grizzled police chief who needs to calm down the rookie cops. And I was like, come on, chief, let's get this guy. He's like, hey... Nobody wants to get him more than me, but if we're gonna take down El Diablo, we gotta be smart. <laughs> now hit the showers. But I already showered, then shower again. <laughs> God damn it, you're dirtier than the word impeachment. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I understand both sides of this argument. Some Democrats are arguing for impeachment as the only way to hold Trump accountable. But those in the Pelosi camp argue that there's a chance that he could beat the rap and it would turn the 2020 election into an impeachment debate when it should be about all the progressive ideas that America's actually excited about. You know, you want people thinking about things other than impeachment, women's rights, free college, universal health care, a Hemsworth in every house, all the major promises. <laughs> and if the Democrats can keep everyone focused on the issues, then they have a better chance of beating Trump. So look, I, I'm not saying the Democrats shouldn't impeach Trump. I'm just saying that if they rush in, they might make a mistake. So maybe, some of the Democrats should take a page from Nancy Pelosi's viral video and just slow down. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. Over the past month, Several states have introduced harsh new laws limiting or banning abortion. These bans are spreading so fast, even measles as an epidemic is like, yo, you need to slow down. <laughs> For more on this and what's happening, we're joined by my good friend, Neil Brennan, everybody. What's up, buddy? Thanks, Trevor. People, these abortion laws are getting out of hand. First, the ban started at eight weeks, then it was six weeks. Pretty soon, they're gonna start saying that life begins at eggplant emoji. <laughs> and if you're shocked about this, you shouldn't be, because for 40 years, Republicans said, if we get enough power, we're gonna overturn Roe v. Wade. And you know what happened? They got enough power, now they're trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's like how I heard my entire life that when I turned 40, my neck would start hurting. 
And guess what happened when I turned 40? Uh, your neck started hurting. It all started hurting, buddy. <laughs> my neck, my back, my tushy, and my crack. <laughs> Thank you. Look, <laughs> Republicans have shown that they are ruthless, maniacal, and laser-focused, and frankly, I respect it. Whoa, 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 Neil, Neil. You respect, how, how could you respect restricting women's bodies? I don't respect what they're doing. I respect how they're doing it. If Republicans believe in something, they don't back down from it. Republicans are the kid in the backseat of the car, nagging their mom until they get their way. Mom, can we go to McDonald's? Mom, 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 mom. Mom. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I think we all know where this is going. Yeah, to McDonald's. <laughs> you know why? Because Republicans are relentless. Honestly, I wish Democrats would be more Republican. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what does that mean? It means that Democrats are too nice. Remember Obama? Remember him? Black guy, yay high, president. <laughs> In 2009, he came in proposing universal health care, but Republicans said, what about insurance companies and the deficit and wait time? So by the end, Obama was like, okay, I'll compromise. Here's 20% of what I proposed and a busted ass website. Good luck with your infections. <laughs> Republicans, on the other hand, refused to yield. They said, ban abortion, no exceptions, rape, Incest, doesn't matter. Even if the ultrasound showed that the baby was gonna be a werewolf, they wouldn't care. They'd be like, here's a pacifier and a razor. Congrats on your hairy ass baby. Don't let him out after dark. Okay, I, I think I get what you're saying. So you're saying that the Democrats need to be as relentless as the Republicans. But the question is, are liberals even capable of that? Of being annoying? Oh yeah. <laughs> You ever ask for a plastic bag at Whole Foods? <laughs> they shame walk you down the tabouli aisle as gender fluid yoga instructors pelt you with organic yams. <laughs> Democratic politicians need to bring that big yam energy into governing. Cause Republicans came to win and the only way you're gonna beat them is by being as relentless as they are. You want a Green New Deal Democrats? Demand it and don't stop demanding it. Green New Deal, Green New Deal. Mom, 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 mom. All right, all right, fine, Neil. I'll take you to McDonald's. Neil Brennan, everyone, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight, is a member of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, the mentor on the current season of Bravo's Project Runway, and recently debuted his eponymous 2019 ready-to-wear line. Please welcome Christian Siriano. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are like, you doing? That's a great video. It is a great video. <laughs> I'm like I haven't seen it. it. It's a gorgeous video <laughs> of uh, very gorgeous clothing and gorgeous women. And what's interesting about that video is, unlike many videos we see of people walking around on a, uh, a runway, 
it seemed like the, sh- the sizes and the shapes of the women were changing. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a new thing. What's going <laughs> yeah. on there? Yeah. No, I know. We decided a few years ago that we should, like, celebrate the people that are actually wearing the clothes. Right. So that made sense. And we were like, oh, maybe the customer needs to look this way. So, yeah. It's a beautiful change. It. <laughs> you, as a designer, that's something that you, you really have been focused on, is finding a way to be more inclusive in, in what your brands are about and, and what your clothing is about. For a long time, fashion felt like it dictated what people should look like. But yeah. it seems like now designers are slowly saying, hey, we should in some way try to represent the people who are out there whilst also informing the trends. Why is that so important? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's about, like, this idea of celebrating people or celebrating beauty and what is beautiful. And I think that's, I don't know, at least I found beauty in all these different types of people, whether they're men, women, trans, non-binary, whatever they are. I think getting dressed should be the fun, great moment for you. So that's what I kind of decided was really important as I build my brand and grow. And I think that that's the easiest thing. You really do bring fun into outfits. I mean, um, the Oscars most recently was where we saw one of the most beautiful designs ever. I think it was Billy Porter who was dressed in a tuxedo gown. Yeah. Which, I mean... Amazing. Amazing. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Billy, you know, what's so amazing about Billy, you know, Billy is like, he's been in the business a really long time. He's such a celebrated actor and he was like, I've never been to the Oscars. I wanted to, like, be me. And he was like, I want to wear a gown. And I was like, great, I've got two days, let's go. Like, I, you know, I didn't even really think about, I didn't really think about that. I was like, oh, a man has never worn a dress on a major red carpet like that. But I think what was so great is actually seeing, like, a young generation. I had so many, like, kids and teens being like, oh, I actually can feel like I can wear what I want to wear to school now because right. I saw Billy having this amazing moment and having all these amazing actresses. Wow celebrate him and you know it just was a nice thing just to get that alone was worth everything it it is fascinating how many people forget that like when you're young you look at pictures yeah that's what's normal or cool um one of the people who's been a trendsetter in that world for many different reasons is janelle monet yeah and you had her outfit created and it was gorgeous for the met gala that i mean it was one of the most popular outfits of the night amazing it looks like it looks like art yeah. On a human being. <laughs> no, it was like kind of inspired by a distorted kind of Picasso painting, yes. um, which was actually inspired by African masks. So Janelle really liked that. And she really wanted her eye to blink. So she blinked all night. That yeah, was- but like that, that yeah. no, that blink, that eye mm-hmm. actually blinks, it which did. is creepy. Cause I yep. was at, I was at the, the Met Gala and then I was <laughs> talking to Janelle and then like the thing blinked while yeah. we are talking. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, when you're like, did the, but you don't want to ask cause you seem like a crazy person. You want to be like, hey, is your dress blinking? Yes. <laughs> It's, it's a weird moment. <laughs> she was like, I just want people to say, like, I'm hugging you with my eyes. And I'm like, you know, it was a really, it just was such a, sur- she wanted surrealism. She wanted that moment. I mean, the theme was camp. It was right. like, what are we going to do? How are we going to bring something to life? And she's down for so many things and such a creator. So it was really fun to do. You've been working for such a long time. You, you, you've really been someone who's, who's been grinding and, and working to achieve a lot of the prestige that you have today. Yeah. You know, at one point, people tried to define you as only a winner of Project Runway. You've right. come back as a mentor now. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, the CFDAs honor you as one of the prominent uh, designers in the world. So when you are now mentoring designers yeah. who want to create things that change how people see fashion in the world, how do you try and give advice to them? What do you think they should look at doing? Yeah, no, it is a bigger thing. It is hard to kind of tell someone like uh, what, you know, what should be or should not be because I don't have all the answers, but I just try to try to treat it as 
you know, get the thinking around it. If it's okay, it's a red carpet challenge and, you know, they're like, oh, this is for Beyonce and this is it. And I'm like, well, if you're not celebrating the Beyonce body, then it doesn't work. So right. I try to give them those kind of ideas away that maybe sometimes they don't think about it that way. They're just like, oh my God, I have to make a cool dress. I'm like, but it's more than that now. I think clothes are more emotional than they used to be. Um, it's the first thing we see. It's kind of like when I, you know, dressed Michelle Obama during, you know, when I dressed her for the DNC, it was like, it, that dress was an emotional thing for one of the greatest speeches she ever gave. You Definitely. Know? Simple dress, but spoke volume. Right. You know? That's, that's really what it has become. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what you're gonna create next. Yeah, you know, and me too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing <laughs> a dress under the desk right now, so I, thank you for I, inspiring I wish. me. I appreciate you so much. Thank, thank you, you for being on the show. Project Runway, as Thursdays at 9 p.m. in Bravo. For more information about Christian, go to uh, christiansiriano.com, and you can also shop online. Christian Siriano, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.